This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington. Tana told me to do the intro today, so I'm like, I, did. Oh, I feel nervous. Like, I'm like, Ooh. It is nerve-wracking. Okay, well, thank you. Well, it's twofold, right? So, you know, trying to do the intro was very nerve-wracking for me. I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to fumble it after we recorded. <laughs> now you and know also, how I feel. I'm sporting a hot new look. Now, people yeah, you- will say... What do you get a haircut or something? The uh, no, I've, I've changed things up. I I got rid of my headphones, and I got a new microphone. That's so and awesome, and it's Can floating. So I got I got to figure out the right place for it, where it sounds the best. Hannah, you tell me when to stop. Uh, how's it sounding now? How's no, it sounding? No, not in now? front of your face. That's right. not good. Does that sound good? No, no. no. Do like off little, to the side. That's off to the side. Okay, right. I'm, I'm oh, putting it back. Oh. Right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in that neighborhood. <laughs> It's it's weird without my my it's like my headphones and and my old microphone I could hang on to were like my comfort blanket. Yeah. Like I, I feel, feel naked right now. Like if I forgot to wear my vulnerable. watch or something, you know, like when you're like oh, something's missing. Oh, I didn't, oh, you know, I didn't awesome. wear a shirt outside. Well, is the, it in the um, budget that I get that same setup you have? <laughs> no. I, I have to keep I, wearing I, these things. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> you, you told Thank us all you. last week the stock market uh, was going up. So until that happens. <laughs> You don't get anything. All yeah. right. Christmas bonuses are looking pretty bleak. Here they are looking at the, bleak. At the yes. Group. So anyways, uh, hot new look. I, yes. I swear to everybody, too. The other thing that we're working on is we're going to try to get new intro videos put together. Mm. If anybody has any creative opinion, perhaps a song that they would like, um, <laughs> something that might, you know, jazz the whole show yeah. up for us, please, please write in. Email us uh, what your opinions are of something that would make our intro video feel snazzier. Or maybe somebody's techie out there and they can make it for us. Make it well. <laughs> we don't make it ourselves. <laughs> We're already finding the techie person. So, anyways, Tana, how is Texas? I realize Great. that that some consider that a a hell on earth that you have to live on. It really so isn't. I, I mean, that is such a huge misconception it is very nice is it really yeah and the weather is starting to tame down so it's just it's beautiful yeah it's it's funny here because all of a sudden it's getting darker in the mornings you know the things are changing it's harder to wake the kids up i'm up early it's already dark so i don't notice the difference but it's just things are just crazy you know the kids in the schools you know it's funny so i was was at an investment conference Uh, this is total side shoot to everybody totally inappropriate for the show but I'm going to do it real fast. I met at an investment conference last or a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago up in Minnesota, which was very interesting. But I'm talking to a gentleman from Oregon in, in Bend, Oregon, and he's telling me in the high schools they had to put litter boxes in in all no. the bathrooms. And I'm like, come on, man, no. what are you talking about? And he said the kids, they all think they're animals now. Oh, dear. And they were going to the bathroom outside. And so until they got the litter boxes no. in the bathrooms, the, the kids wouldn't go in the bathrooms. And so that oh. was becoming a problem. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I was obviously born a hundred years too late. 
or stuff like that. You're like, man, I would have done really well, like in the black and white, uh, you know, <laughs> back when things were a little mellower. And so I think that's weird. Right. And I just kind of file weird. that back in my head and I move on with my life. Then yeah. last Friday, I'm walking my my fifth grader down the ramp up at Poinsettia School, and I'm talking to her about her day, and there's these kids acting really weird behind us. I'm like, man, what's up with those kids? And she's like, oh, dad, those are the furries. I'm like, what? Are you, what? Yeah, we the got, furries? We got, we got three furries in fifth grade. I'm like, what's a furry? And they're like, oh, dear. oh they, think they think they're animals. So they... They got little ears and they wear tails and they act no. like animals. And you know, as, as weird terrible. as I thought the, the organ thing was, all of a sudden. Yeah, you know, it's, it's coming man, to California. Times are changing. So anyways, I apologize. Wasted time, but <laughs> certainly fascinating. The, um, hey, a lot to talk about real quick. Just a, probably what I'd like to do is a real quick recap. Last week we put out a show. I would encourage everybody to watch yes, it. In that absolutely. show, what we talked about is why we have a lot of conviction on where the market could go through the fourth quarter into next year. Um, a lot of it is based on earnings rolling out right now, which ironically are starting to feel pretty good. I was just reading an article on FactSet saying, hey, all of a sudden there's all these positive earnings surprises coming out for Q3. And you're like, wait, I thought everything was terrible. How could that be true? And then we lead into the midterms, which is its own kind of microcosm of interestingness per the stock market, right? Uh, as we know, historically, if there's a Democratic president and split power in Congress, that tends to lead to two reasonable years in the stock market. Well, that's how things are shaping up, whether you like it or not. So mm -hmm. that's interesting. And then the big, big, big caveat, which is actually in part the title of our show today, is, is what is the Fed going to do based on the risks of inflation? Are they going to pivot? Aren't they going to mm -hmm. pivot? We think that they're going to have to soften pretty soon because inflation inherently appears to be rolling over. Um, here, let me plippity ploppy this up. I know a lot of people can't see this, but if you're watching YouTube or Rumble, you can at least see the small print to know that I'm, I'm not making it up. It is on the screen here. I just realized it's small. But what's been going on this week, right? So the fourth, third quarter ended, which was like the best thing that ever happened, right? Third quarter was brutal, right? Worst quarter. I, I mean, September was the worst month since mm -hmm. March of 2020. March of 2020, Tana, was the, the implosion of the COVID crisis, right? Mm -hmm. September was brutal. So then we get into here the fourth quarter. We're renewed vigor. We're excited. Good news. Yes. And as every new month strong brings, end. Oh, please, please. <laughs> That's what but we're as every for. new month brings, as the data begins to roll. So on Monday, mm -hmm. we had something tragic happen, right? We had what's called ISM manufacturing index data come out. And new orders came in at the number 47. Everyone's thinking, what the heck mm -hmm. does that mean? In simplicity, if it's under 50. It's not a good sign. Right. So that's called bad news. And so in the real world, we'd all hear bad news and think, oh, man, things are bad. That's not good. <laughs> I don't I don't like bad. I like good. Right. So what the I stock like market do on Monday after all that bad news came out, Tana? It actually did really well. It was fantastic. It Everything green. Right. It was beautiful. <laughs> Ooh, went up like a missile. Tana actually came out from under her desk. She started calling <laughs> her did. clients. She only calls them on green day. So that's no, why you never hear from true. her. <laughs> this, is, this is fun. This is a fun uh, show today for me for some reason. It's because I got to do the intro. Yes. The, um, then your job yesterday now. happens, right? Tuesday, October 4th, JOLTS data. I, I, why is everything an acronym, by the way? 
Jolt. So what that is way, Jolt? It's it oh, shortens. Oh, yes, go on. Shortens our time. I mean, I don't have this microphone out. in my way. I can now lean and listen. <laughs> the um. Don't get sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i should for this the um jolts data so what 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 is the labor market looking like and so one of these themes that's been running for a number of months is there's been two outstanding jobs for every one person looking and as of august there was 11.1 million available jobs out there that needed to be filled well Less september just now. came out yeah yeah it was 10.1 million yeah. a whole million jobs came off the books right. we would consider that in the real world bad, bad economic data employers are starting to go yeah i don't know man maybe this is not so hot yeah. maybe the world is a mess maybe that fedex guy is right maybe that putin guy's mean whatever the thing is all of a sudden there's less availability for work that's called bad news what did the stock market do yesterday Tammy? oh the stock market loved it <gasps> again money, another money, money. great day yes right so everyone's catching a theme here. Well, let's let's continue the theme for a second. Um, today, this morning, I'm sure all of you were up at 5.15 a.m. <laughs> watching the ADP employment numbers from September come out. Oh, I God. was. Where were you? Yeah, you know, it's like when something big happens, like, where were you? Where were you? I was sitting right here. Out. My head was turned that way. I'm so irresponsible. I was watching it on the news. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the benefit of being in Texas is it's it's seven fifteen. Yeah, you, exactly. you know, so it's, it's relative. It's kind of nice. And so the numbers come out. Oh man, you know what happened? They were expecting two hundred thousand jobs created and added to payrolls last month, and two hundred and eight thousand jobs were created. Oh man, that's good news. That is good we, news. We don't want a strong labor market. We don't want to beat <laughs> estimates. We don't want people hiring. Oh, That's, that would be considered good economic news. So what's the market doing so far today? Declining. <laughs> and so all of this is in the upside down, right? My, um, my daughter, who's now my oldest daughter, who's in eighth grade, a couple of years ago, she wanted to watch Stranger Things because all of her friends were watching it. Oh, and yeah. we being mean parents, uh, censor everything before our children can see it. And you mean good one, parents? Number no mean that's mean Tana <laughs> terrible you don't let her have TikTok what are you what are you an no, animal I wouldn't let the them um have that. no thanks and so uh, I guess on a side note just so everyone knows she was not allowed to watch it after we viewed some of it but the um <laughs> good call anyway I, well depends who you ask because every one of her friends saw it yeah and we and we heard about it. Yeah, monster. But anyways, it, it, what I learned in the um, in Stranger Things is there's what's called the upside down, right? Where it's, it's upside, it's kind of underneath us. It's the that's ah, all the scary, crazy, you know, kooky place. And so that's kind of what's happening is I feel yeah. like we live in the upside down, right? That's We're so point. addicted to what the Fed's gonna do and the decisions they're gonna make. Mm -hmm. That the way the market works right now is when we get good economic news. The market wants to go down and when we get bad economic news, the market wants to, wants go, to up. go up in common sense, Phil, that makes no sense. You know, in the real world, that makes no sense. But in the upside down, it makes total yeah. sense because, oh, hey, the feds don't need to raise rates as much. That means I can get a free house and a free car and a free everything, you know, because the feds won't raise the rates again. They'll bring them back down. It's going to be great. So that's the struggle that we're living with right now is we are fighting the Fed truly. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we are very data dependent. 
tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, 5.30 a.m., if anybody wants to have a viewing party of the initial jobless <laughs> claims for last week coming out, let me know. We can figure out how to set how that up. fun. I have no clue how to do that. Like, you know, it's like live stream things. I'm sure we could do that. We could all be commenting. Oh, oh. we could run. We sending run emojis. Yeah. We should run like a betting pool on what the number might be. But, you know, same thing. You know, weekly jobless claims. You know, last week there was 193,000 people that filed for unemployment. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a low in, in like the last six months. That's considered good economic data. And what happened at the end of the week in the market last week? Yeah. Good. Crater babied, right? Yeah. You yep. know, we don't want any good news. We want yeah. bad news here. And so anyways, fast forward. The big part of the show is in about a week. Yeah. October 13th. This, this should fall on a Friday at this point. <laughs> no, but that's it even more dangerous. Friday the 13th. That's, right. It's a, but it's a Thursday the 13th. So what comes out next? Uh, Thursday the 13th, Tana. CPI reading for September. Oh, that's that's going to be a doozy. Right. So CPI, remember, yeah. that's inflation reading. That's the big headline number that everybody likes to live on last last month. Excuse me. And for August was eight point three percent annualized coming off of what? Eight point seven coming off of nine point one. And so it's a doozy. So probably one of two things is going to happen next Thursday in the markets. Tana. Any guesses? Yeah. The market's either going to react positive or negative. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, something's probably going to happen yeah. that day. That's going to be an interesting one yes. because we're getting to a catalyst. Once again, go back to my video last week, watch the one. I think we called it. Um, we see a bottom. Yeah. And in that video towards the end of it, we talk about the inflation and the CPI numbers and how it's calculated. And remember inflation ramped up on a monthly basis, really hard starting last October. Mm-hmm. And so as inflation is flattening out, not growing more, those 12 month ago numbers are going to start falling off the back end, which should tilt this thing downhill pretty hard, pretty quick. When that happens, that's going to really help the market feel very comfortable mm-hmm. about wanting to go back up because it means the Fed can be a little more dovish and not be so aggressive with these rate sure. hikes. It's Good a tough point. one. I mean, Tana, Tana and I, yesterday, we spent 45 minutes looking at different economic uh, things that impact Mm -hmm. inflation. Commodities rolled over in September. Mm -hmm. Real estate rolled over in September. Rents, one of the biggest drivers of inflation. September was the first month that it has a negative read of going down. That's interesting. good news in -hmm. in our world. You know, all of those obvious things that tie into inflation numbers and CPI seem to have softened. The only thing that hasn't softened is CPI. (laughs) Like, come on. Hopefully we'll know next week though. Well, we'll find out next yeah, week, man. Yeah. It's going to be a doozy. But if that yeah. thing's a, a surpriser to the upside and it's, you know, a stronger number than we think. Right. Uh, <laughs> I know this is such uh, a weird. Well, cause it's weird. Cause it has nothing yeah. to do with the true fundamentals. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get into arguments that inflation impacts, uh, what the value of a dollars of a company's returns are and all that. But the reality is, is in the obviousness of what matters in the markets is at the end of the day, it's supposed to be about companies just making money. We mm-hmm. have a strong consumer. They have deep pockets. Third quarters are generally strong spending. We talked about that last week, right? right? Summers and school, back to school, mm-hmm. getting into the holidays. There's a lot going on. Now, fortunately, in California, we don't have to worry about spending as much discretionary money as Tana does because um, the other thing that's happening today, another catalyst why the market's been volatile, 
is OPEC. Those are the, oh, the yeah. folks in the Middle East that kind of deal with the, the oil stuff. Yes. Black gold. Wow. Crud. Oh, my gosh. It's around the tip of my tongue. How does it go? Black gold. The Texas tea. <laughs> Come on. Work with me here. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, dear. Remember, remember the intro, you know, and they're like in their jalopy and they like, yeah. they went hunting and then they shot the thing. And then the, like, it's we found the, the, the black, black gold, the, um, the black gosh, gold. I, I'm sorry. I just went down uh, like some nostalgic moment. There. Yes, you did. Yes. I wish you I was did. a child again, by the way, you know, it's, um, <laughs> little house days. on the prairie, Andy Griffith show. Yeah. The Beverly, I, 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 you know, you get sick and stay home, and those are like the only things that that were on. That's that you why you would pretend dinner. you were sick and stay it, home. Otherwise, it was it was Maury and Jerry Springer. So it, it, I was very. Oh, that's a very, totally different. I was genre. classically trained with the the other stuff. Oh, Bonanza! Don't forget about Bonanza. Oh yes, He's Louise. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, anyway, sorry. We're back to OPEC, right? So yes. OPEC is upset, right? They're they're mad that oil has gone from 125 bucks a barrel down to 80 some odd dollars a barrel. Mm-hmm. They want to make their money. And that's okay. They're entitled to. So we're going to let them do that. Maybe I should come off the screen here real quick. Would this be so fun? They're going to put the squeeze. They're going to put the squeeze. So they're talking about doing some oil cuts, right? They're talking mm-hmm. about cutting maybe a million barrels they, they were saying 2 million, but it's confusing math on the way it works. It has something to do with excluding Russia oil and plusing and minusing. So they really think the cut could be somewhere like 800,000 to a million barrels a day if they do it. Okay. Um, it's happening right now. There should be a press conference actually while we're talking, perhaps. Um, so maybe we can better report on it next week. So for some reason, oil does not live in the upside down with all other economics in the stock market. So if we contract... The oil supply, Tana, we produce less oil globally. What do you think happens to the price of energy? It will go up. It'll go up. Absolutely. Now, fortunately, here in California, it's already up. So maybe we don't have to worry about it. Like we we beat (laughs) it to it. I don't know. I don't think you're going to miss out on an opportunity to raise it even more. This is interesting. Let me let me add this thing. How do I add this? Here we go. So here, I, I'm up on the state website, uh, Gas Buddy, where it shows what all the, the state prices are. Yeah. And it's really interesting. The cheapest average gas price right now is in Mississippi at a little over three bucks. You see, number three is that horrific place, <laughs> that, that just black hole of despair that nobody would want to be, Texas. Right. Um, and that's a little over three bucks too, right? They're basically the same. Now, Tana, in her county, though, Tana, why don't you make everybody throw up and tell us I how will. much you just paid for gas? 288. Okay. Now, I'm going to make everyone throw up a different way and tell them how much <laughs> I paid this morning at the Chevron on Market Street because I wanted to get m- my car washed. Um, <laughs> that is so 649 awesome. for the car. Ouch. That is terrible i mean think about that terrible I, I think about that my car was half empty i only needed like 10 gallons and it cost like 300 dollars or something i did a you full know. tank and i didn't even reach close to 70 dollars. right right so anyways if everyone's watching this on the screen you can see i'll scroll down uh, slowly and you kind of see all the states you'll notice something yeah the majority of the state's for the most part, yeah, in the low threes. Yeah. Low threes. We're still, okay, mid threes. Ah, but we're almost through the list, right? Mid threes, mid, oh, high threes. Ah, and then we finally break <laughs> into, into the four fours, bucks. Five. Let's see, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
So there's like 10 to 12 that are basically over four bucks. You want to know how many are over six bucks? <laughs> Only one. Oh, one. That's what it's about. The see, oh. that's why we're number one, Tana. That is so true. That Actually, is, that is it's because of here. the weather and the beauty. We're renaming there, the but... show. California is number one. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, even Nevada, the second place winner is almost a dollar cheaper. I mean, <laughs> this is really fascinating. I always joke Hawaii, you know, they're more than a dollar cheaper than us and they need to use a submarine to get there. Yeah. Next. Good point. Uh, good I mean, point. You know, Alaska. you have a lot of taxes built into your price though in California. Well, it's, it's two fart process, right? We have, yeah. we have obvious taxes that people don't want to know about. I think it ends yeah. up being about a buck 15 a gallon right there. And then on top of that, it's all the secret stuff because we're right. in an overly regulated state where the cost of doing business here for the refineries yeah. is significantly more so than every other state they deal with. And so yeah. hence Mr. Price Ventura Passes County then you. somehow is some kind of like golden goose egg where we're pretty much the worst County in the state. Hmm. I, I mean, the, I, I drove past wow. Chevron by the mall on mills the other day. And this was before the, probably the most recent price spike and the premium gas, the good, the good stuff. I used to buy that. You still buy that. No, I don't. You take right, really I, good care of your no, car. I, no, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm driving a, I'm driving a, a Tacoma. Now. Oh, okay. I, I, due to the stock market, I had to downsize <laughs> the, um, so, but so I can put the, the garbage gas in it. Oh dear. The, um, so what I'm thinking is the only way Texas's gas could be that cheap is you guys are probably, you probably use like maybe 60 octane or something. <laughs> There's no way that you could have 87 octane. No, it was 87. It was 87. You, you're probably using lead-based gas in Texas. That's the only way it could be cheaper. That's illegal. Is it? Well, I don't know. They what, what else? Is, is it, lead maybe, is maybe bad for the maybe it's like so. whatever they do with drugs, how they cut there. it. You know, like maybe it's cut with like uh, cooking oil or something. Uh oh, yeah. Bio, well, that's for diesel. Bio, no, wait, okay. no, ethanol. Thank you for taking ethanol. my dumb joke and turning it no, into a serious I, I know, conversation. it's a serious conversation. Yeah, because there's yeah. ethanol now that they're kind of <clears throat> blending in with regular gas. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so in any case, very interesting times, right? We're already here locally. We're dealing with very high inflated gas mm-hmm. prices just based on our local economics. And now that we're talking probably on a higher scale of having, you know, supply constraints, Mm -hmm. the price of oil going up. Now, granted, the the price of oil is not the only piece of the puzzle. So I don't think that's the sole driver of costs. Uh, So much of it has to do with the refinery process, Mm -hmm. the availability of the refining process. And then and then it goes to state localities on what their regulations and costs and hassles are. It just happens to be that California um, the golden state <laughs> because you need piles of gold to live here. You do. And, and buy gas. So anyways, when Tana and I started this show today, we agreed that this was going to be a short and brief one. And it's yeah. It, that really. didn't happen. Yeah. But I think so, we covered some really good stuff. Well, and like and it was said, very think, last minute. You like called me like a few minutes ago and you're like, Hey, we're going to record a show. Let's do show. <laughs> The, um, All right, let's do it. Yeah, we were slow this week because I was trying to figure yeah. out how to hook up this microphone. Remember, <laughs> I was born in 81. I'm not one of those high tech millennials. I'm the, yeah, I'm the right. low tech. I, I don't, you know, this took me like a, a whole days. week to figure out how to get this thing plugged in. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. Oh, I love it. But 
But seriously, please go back and watch last week's show. It's mm-hmm. I think it's very insightful with with what our conviction is, why we believe there's some opportunities in the market kind of through the end of the year, getting into next year. And then, you know, we'll have to kind of reassess things from there. But we appreciate all of our viewers, all of our yes. listeners. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube or on Rumble, we appreciate all of your feedback. So please don't hesitate to call the office. Yeah. 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. But as always, we appreciate it and appreciate all of you for taking some time out of your day for us. And we will be back next time. Yes, we will. See, I always forget to like load the video. I'm like, all right. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.